Welcome to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good Saturday morning to you. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Bill, how are you doing this morning? Well, I'm here. <laughs> Good morning to you, Jason. Well, there's there's something to be said for that, Bill. I'm glad you're Absolutely, here. Glad yeah. you're doing well. It's good to wake up every morning. That's right. That's for sure. And Bill, uh, we call the program Asset Protection Today. And funny enough, we're going to be talking a lot about asset protection. Well, we got to get get on track. You know, sometimes I can be accused of getting off track, but no. Uh, uh, but uh, you know, asset protection is important to all of us, and so. Um, uh, I do want to get to a certain focus area, but uh, when you talk about asset protection, uh, for most of us, where are our greatest risks? And truthfully, there are three huge risks for most folks. Now, some folks are very fortunate and their risk is reduced in certain areas, but what are they? Uh, well, the, the first, and I, th- I will focus on this a little bit later, um, is your vehicle. You know, every time you get into a car and drive, you're at risk of substantial loss uh, in two ways. Number one, if you cause an accident, then the likelihood of your being sued and potentially losing your shirt is pretty high. Uh or if you're victim, if you're the victim of a bad driver, then you can lose your short shirt due to hospital costs and and the like if you're seriously injured. And of course, serious injury can affect your life in other ways as well. Um, and so, and then, of course, the uh, the the second. Uh, and way that a high percentage of folks, unfortunately, um, have significant losses is through divorce. A uh, very high percentage of divorces, uh, unfortunately. Uh, not for everyone, but, <laughs> but uh, certainly it, uh, uh, folks find out very quickly that uh, it, it's very expensive because typically you lose half of everything you own and then you find that it's far more difficult uh, to live a similar lifestyle uh, after divorce because there's just not enough money to go around. So that's a huge one. Can't do much in that vein for folks <laughs> other than to uh, tell folks on the second go-round at least uh, to get a prenuptial or a pre-marriage agreement which at least reduces that pain uh, to some degree. And then the third which we talk about frequently uh, is the exorbitant uh, cost of, of long-term care for seniors and of course uh, tangentially to that uh, is simply medical and hospital uh, costs. A lot of folks don't realize it, but the number one reason for bankruptcy in this country is medical and hospital costs. That's uh, so clearly, if you're unfortunate and you don't have adequate insurance for medical and hospitalization, you can, if you're unfortunate enough to have an accident or injury, then you can have a, a extraordinary hospital costs and medical costs that are unanticipated. So, and then long-term care is even worse uh, for a lot of folks, uh, for seniors primarily, uh, because uh, of the fact that um, 
if you suffer a long-term care crisis, you find out very quickly that your health insurance doesn't cover long-term care costs. Medicare doesn't cover long-term care costs. And there are very few of us that have long-term care insurance uh, for one reason or another. And so you find out that you're in a circumstance that you're either privately paying or, or you have to look towards uh, financial assistance uh, somewhere. And that's, as you know, that's why we do our monthly seminars uh, to help families that are in financial crisis due to long-term care because it's important for folks to have a reliable, accurate source of information to turn to, and that's why we, we do our seminars because it's extraordinarily hard to get reliable information uh, from all of the various programs that are out there. Uh, and those programs, unfortunately, are complex, and, uh, you, and there's, it's just really hard to get accurate information. So I don't want to focus on long-term care today. Um, I just want to, in, in essence, basically say that those are the big issues. Now, obviously, businessmen of uh, uh, you, you know, have other types of um, potential liability and those kind of things. So we're not going to go into there. Um, but uh, what I really w- want to focus on uh, today um, is simply when it comes to um, asset protection is if anyone's ever heard uh, me speak, and I talk about the foundations of asset protection, the cornerstone of asset protection um, is it's not legal documents. I, I, you know, legal documents are an important part of it, but and good legal advice is an important part of it. But the foundation is having good liability insurance. That is, I mean, you can't have an asset protection plan without liability insurance. And so in having the right kind of liability insurance uh, is extremely important to everyone. So when we look at where are our greatest risks and where do we need liability insurance, guess where that is, Jason? Uh, well, you said it earlier, I think, in the car, right? That's exactly right. So uh, now, here's here's the question for you, and, and I want our okay. listeners to listen to this because this is uh, an important piece. With your car, what do you think is the most, other than the car payment, <laughs> if you're financing your car, what do you think is the most expensive part of driving your vehicle? The most expensive part, um, maybe the technology or the central computer? No, 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 no. I'm, that's, I'm talking about in terms of your budget. Oh, okay. What do you What do you think when you drive your car? What do you worry about in terms of how much it costs? Uh, gasoline. Exactly. Okay. That's what everybody worries about. Now, here's what's really funny about that. What do you think's more expensive? Your gasoline costs for your automobile or your insurance? Well, the, from the way you're phrasing it, I'll say the insurance. Because my <laughs> Yay, gut would say you yes. get an A. And that's now, you know, I wasn't talking about whether you drive one of those great big buses or whether you drive <laughs> a little teeny car. 
the bottom line is for most folks who drive, you know, just a normal amount of miles, not extraordinary, but if in terms of, let's say you drive 10,000 miles or less per year, uh, regardless of whether it's a small car, big car, truck, whatever, the chances are your insurance costs are actually higher than your um, gasoline costs. And, you know, so when people are actually worried about the cost of driving, it's more likely, where where can I get a penny off on my gas or 10 cents lower on my gas uh, per gallon, rather than doing easier work on comparing insurance rates each six months to a year. So, uh, you know, uh, we all listen to the commercials that say, come to us and you'll save $500 or 15% or you'll save this or you'll save that. Well, the bottom line is uh, almost all of the um, insurance carriers give you a discount the first year. Well, if they give you a discount, it's sort of like uh, cable or, or those, you know, what are they doing? They're, they're giving you a discount to get you into their trap, and then the next year prices do what? They go up. They go up significantly, right. uh, typically, and that's true with automobile insurance uh, for sure. So how do you fight that? Oh, you got to do some work, Bill. Well, it's, it's, it really means – I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, is that the insurance companies know that we are lazy that we do our homework once and we don't really want to have to do our homework again in terms of comparing rates. And, you know, this is one of those situations where do what I say rather than do what I do. I'm a victim of it too. I mean, this is, it's really hard uh, to uh, switch companies uh, every six months or every year. And typically you're good for about a year before rates go up, and then they go up even more the second and third year. Um, and so obviously one of the things that you can do is to um, r- research rates each six months to a year, and and it requires you, frankly, to switch companies <laughs> so you can get that discount. Yeah, you can hop around and find the best rate. But as you said, that requires the work and the discipline to put in the time to get those quotes and to find that information out. We're going to continue our conversation on asset protection. I know we've got to talk more about liability insurance, which, Bill, as you said, is the cornerstone of asset protection. We've got more right after this. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, attorney at WG Alexander and Associates. You can find more about him online at WGALaw.com. And Bill, we're talking uh, oddly enough all about asset protection today. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've started out with the cornerstone of asset protection, and that deals with liability insurance. Right, and and so um, there are when it comes to car insurance, there are some things that 
you can change, and there are other things that you can't change about uh, your situation. I mean, for instance, uh, typically, uh, it is more expensive to insure a man than a woman. You know, women tend to have, I mean, I hate to say this, guys, but women tend to have fewer accidents, you know, percentage-wise, and hence uh, uh, insurance rates can, depending on the company, be less for women than men. But guess what? We can't change that, or at least we shouldn't, <laughs> for most of us anyway. I guess I guess I'm getting in trouble now uh, with a certain uh, group of folks. But um, you may want to okay. tread lightly here, Bill. Yeah. I'm, I'm, okay. Uh, sorry, folks. But the bottom line is, most of us can't change our sex. Okay, and that's something we can't do. We can't change our age. You know, that's uh, another thing that can affect because younger folks tend to have much uh, higher percentage of accidents, so their rates tend to be much higher. And I also hate to tell us this, but seniors tend to have uh, more accidents as well, or can. And so depending on the company, again, as you get older, your rates can potentially go up. uh, so those, you know, obviously having a good driving record is something we can control, <laughs> and that's extraordinarily uh, meaningful. Uh, sometimes you can get discounts uh, for for your profession. For instance, if you're a police officer or a firefighter or a, a military veteran or a professional of some sort, an educator. Uh, sometimes some companies, and this is part of your research, some of your um, companies offer discounts on the cost of your car insurance because of that. Um, your annual mileage uh, can make a difference in your insurance rates because the fact of the matter is the more you drive, in other words, the higher your mileage each year, then the, the typically the insurance companies are going to charge you more. In other words, the more miles, the more they're going to charge you. And so that can be important. Uh, the color of your car makes no difference whatsoever. However, the make of your car makes a significant difference. You know, And so here's something that a lot of folks... Well, I'll give you an example. Right now, uh, my wife wants a new car. All right. Now, the good news for me is she doesn't know what she wants. And so she's procrastinating because she hadn't really done the work to compare, and it's hard for her to get the time to do it. Thank the Lord. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and so, you know, one of the things that she has said to me is that, that, you know, she would like a car that's safe and she would like a car with lower fuel costs. But, you know, what she hadn't said is, I want a car with lower insurance costs. And that is something that, truthfully, you should factor into your car purchases because the make and model of your car does make a huge difference. I mean, um, and sometimes there's little variation. I mean, now, clearly, uh, those folks who want to buy, you know, a Maserati sports car or a a Chevrolet Corvette, uh, you know, which is the one uh, most of us grew up wanting, um, it 
is going to be more expensive to insure, not just because it's a more expensive car. Obviously, that factors into it as well, but because of the type of car it is. Uh, you know, typically a sports car is going to be much more expensive to insure than a sedan. You know, that's, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, just one of those, those things. Um, uh, now, an, another factor uh, that can affect your car is your marital status. If you're married, it's generally it's going to be um, a lower rate than if you're single because single people tend to have more accidents for one reason or another. Uh uh, another is bundling. You know, uh, oftentimes you can get a lower rate if you have multiple cars or if you bundle it with your home. Uh, so if you're a homeowner, you can typically get a little bit of, of a lower rate as it relates to that. Okay, so those are some of the factors. But the truth is when you're actually looking for a car, one of the things that you should do is to contact uh, your, either your current insurance agent or, you know, do the research on how much um, the, the insurance is on a particular car versus another particular make and model. Because, um, you know, you worry when you go to the dealer and buy a car, you're worried about what those monthly uh, costs are going to be, aren't you? Don't, of course. Isn't that a significant factor for most folks? Absolutely. Well, if your car insurance ends up being, say, $600 a more a year, that basically means your car payment is $50 more a month. And it's because of the selection of your vehicle. So isn't that a consideration that everyone should actually look at? Absolutely. But typically, it's the one we don't even think about until after we've found our perfect car, selected it, and then we buy it and then call the insurance up and say, all right, let's insure this. Got to have the insurance in order to get the car title, right? Right, exactly. So there you go. Yeah, it's something that you do have to factor <laughs> in, Bill, and it's it's funny that we behave that way, but uh, it, it could do you a lot of good to go ahead and do that research ahead of time. We've got more on the topic of asset protection right after this. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander. Jason Kong here with Bill, and we're talking all about asset protection and the importance of liability insurance. And uh, of course, Bill, we've said that uh, car insurance is one of the the most important parts of liability insurance. No, no question about it. And and for those folks listening out there, don't don't give my wife a hard time. She actually deserves <laughs> a new car. She is currently driving a a car that is thirteen years old with two hundred and seventy five thousand miles on it. So I I think She's it's okay it, She's for her it. to want a new car. Uh, and so yes, that's uh, <laughs> that's all right. So. But when you're looking at car insurance uh, and the cost of car insurance, there are things that you should not skimp on. And the key ingredient – now, you know, when you buy a car and it's financed, uh, you know, you are required to have full coverage. 
you know, they force you to have full coverage. That means liability insurance, collision insurance, comprehensive insurance. Those are required. Uh, but uh, once you have your car paid for, then you have flexibility. I mean, there are a few variables in terms of your car insurance th that you can affect even when you're paying for your car. For instance, what company do you compare and you switch every six months or every year? Th that can significantly impact you um, in terms of savings. Um, and, and you can also have control over your deductibles, those kind of things. That can also save you a great deal of money. Uh, and you can also have control over how much liability insurance you have. Um, now, here's the thing that I want folks to know. It is extremely important not to skimp on liability insurance. Um, because you're not required to have that much insurance. I believe the minimum right now is $50,000. I could be wrong on that because I, I have much more coverage than that. But you can have a half-million-dollar coverage, and you can also have umbrella coverage over and above that. Well, what you have to realize is this, that your liability coverage – even if you think to yourself, oh, I'm a fabulous driver, I'm never going to be in an accident, I'm never going to injure anyone, your, li your liability coverage is a two-way street. It not only covers you for injuries or damages that you might cause to other people, in other words, it's your fault, uh, but importantly, even if you are the safest driver in the world, you have to understand that there are a ton of people out on the roads who have no insurance illegally or they have the minimum coverage. And that's what's so scary because your, li your liability is what allows you to have adequate uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage. So, if one of these crazy people out there run into you and seriously injure you and they have minimum coverage, guess what? Unless you have good liability insurance yourself, you are screwed because you're then you're going to end up with hospitalization and costs that their insurance doesn't cover. So if you don't have the insurance, again, you're in huge huge trouble. So the liability insurance is more important for our safe drivers out there. Because I mean, you know, with this government shutdown that's going on right now, they're talking about folks who are on, you know, even government employees who are on food stamps and how that's going away and how people don't have enough money to eat and those kind of things. And they're talking about a large percentage of folks. Well, guess what? If folks don't have enough money to buy food, do you think they have enough money to pay insurance premiums? No, of course not. Well, what's more important to folks, food or insurance? Well, I'd say for most folks, it's going to be food. So, <laughs> so it just tells you that there's a lot of folks out there who are driving around who have no insurance or they have inadequate coverage to cover you if they actually run into you. 
And so, uh, truthfully, I'd say the worst drivers out there are folks who have very little insurance. And so your liability insurance coverage is huge to you. Now, there's another piece of your policy that most insurance agents uh, don't recommend, and they should be. In other words, they're trying to save you 10 bucks. And it's one of the most important things you can do, and that is your what's called med pay or medical payments provision, because your insurance agent probably has you down for a thousand dollars when you could have twenty five thousand dollars of coverage, and that is the least expensive medical coverage that you can have. You know you. You hear about companies that uh, 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 where you can have gap insurance, where you know if you're in the hospital, they'll pay you a hundred dollars a day or something like that. Well, your medical pay pays for any medical from an accident, whether it's your fault, somebody else's fault, uh, up to the maximum of the medical pay, and that's true whether somebody else's fault and their liability is covering, and it is true whether your health insurance is covering the majority of the bill. Well, what I'm getting at is that medical payments provision pays in whether you have those other insurance policies or not. So it actually acts, for those of us who are well insured, it acts as gap insurance. Uh, and it can be extraordinarily important, even more important to seniors. And when we come back, I'm gonna explain how that works. Excellent. We'll do just that. Stick around. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us. I want to remind you, you can go online to wgalaw.com. That's Bill's website where you can find information about the monthly seminars that he holds. You can also find Bill's podcasts. Bill has a series of podcasts that are uh, very digestible and easy to access. They're about 10 to 15 minutes each. And I know, Bill, you've talked about liability insurance in uh, a number of your podcasts, and including car insurance and uh, the, all the pillars of asset protection. So this is just another way for folks to get some more great information from you, Bill. Well, I enjoy my podcasts, uh, Jason. Uh, I think it's important because some folks don't want to listen for a full hour. You know, And sometimes you can get a real jewel uh, by listening to the podcast. So I would certainly recommend it. How do, how do folks ask, access our podcast? Well, you just go online to WGALaw.com and there's a, a listen button there and you can either check out the podcast or if you want replays of your show here on WPTF, Asset Protection Today, they can find that as well. Well, that's cool. Okay. So anyway, I would recommend that, of course. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So let's let's get back to seniors and why medical payments in their automobile policy can be really important. So you know, it's like this. Um, and by I shouldn't say this because you know I've already said that you're not old until you're seventy four. That AARP has that's told right. us that. That's really important. But. The uh, one of the things that makes us feel older is when we go on Medicare. And so truthfully, most of us who have turned 65 are required to go on Medicare. 
And Medicare has some surprises for seniors. I mean, there's good, there's good, and there's bad. Okay, and, and one of the surprises is what's called a Medicare lien. All right. So, what's the difference between being in an automobile accident at age 64 when you're not on Medicare, but you have health insurance and those kind of things, and you turn 65 and you get on Medicare and you still have your supplemental health insurance and the like. Well, here's the difference. You have to understand that Medicare is the primary payer even when you have supplemental insurance. Okay, so you have to start with that. So here it is. You're in an accident and it's not your fault. It's the other, you know, you're a safe driver, and the other person ran into you. It was clearly their fault, but they send you to the hospital. And let's say you're in the hospital for two weeks, and let's just arbitrarily say that hospitalization is $10,000 a day. I'd say that's not a bad guess, <laughs> okay? And so your total hospital bill is $140,000, and let's just arbitrarily say, for example, that out of that $140,000, Medicare pays $120,000. And the rest is either covered by your supplemental insurance or it's out of pocket for you because you have a, you know, a deductible and that sort of thing. Okay. So now you go to a good lawyer who sues the other folks and they have a recovery. And now one of the things that folks um, uh, learn is that oftentimes the recovery is based upon what your medical expenses are, at least to some degree. And it's also pain and suffering and all of that other stuff. But the first thing that typically is paid is to recover your uh, medical expenses. You know, that seems reasonable, doesn't it? And of course, if you're still working and those kind of things, then uh, it should cover lost wages and the like. And, but oftentimes the settlements are mixed together. It's just one lump sum. It doesn't distinguish what's for lost wages and what's for medical expenses and the like. Well, Medicare doesn't care what it's for. They want their money back. Okay. Now, if you were 64 and not on Medicare then your health insurance actually pays for all that coverage, right, as they should, and you've paid whatever deductible there is. And so when you get your personal injury settlement, you basically keep, I mean, other than what the lawyer keeps, you, you get everything. You don't pay anything back to anybody else. Now, if you're 65 and on Medicare, and let's say that the other driver – has the minimum coverage of $50,000. And so the the other driver offers you $50,000. I mean, that's all they have and they're judgment proof and that's all you're going to get. Guess who gets that $50,000? I'm guessing Medicare. Medicare gets everything back. Exactly. So how much do you get? A big old goose egg. That's, that's exactly right. The lawyer gets paid and Medicare gets every penny after that. And that would be true in this example all the way up to $120,000. 
So for a senior who's on Medicare, they get nothing, even though they've been injured, until they exceed what Medicare has actually paid for their bills. Now, to me, and I hate to say this, to me, that's just wrong. <laughs> but, but that's what seniors have to endure when they have a, an accident like this. And, and of course, uh, if the accident is their fault, uh, you know, if it's our fault in terms of that, then you have the, the same situation because you don't have anybody else paying you. Uh, but to the degree there's any compensation at all. Well, see, this is where medical payments comes in because medical payments is going to pay you at least up to the maximum of the medical payments, whether there's a medic Medicare lien or whether there's a personal injury settlement or not. And so sometimes the medical payments is all that a senior actually receives from being in an accident because of the Medicare lien. And that, you know, as unfair as the Medicare lien is, that's the way it works. And, you know, Medicare liens are typically not compromised. It's, you know, it's not a situation where the attorney can say, oh, this is not a fair situation. Let's split it between Medicare and the patient. No, it doesn't work that way. They just say, no, we're not doing it. We're entitled to every penny back. Send us, The lawyer has to send the money to Medicare. That's what happens. That's called a Medicare lien. And it's really, uh, it's not just, it's not fair to seniors, but that's the way the system works. And that's our Medicare system. <laughs> wow. I certainly had no idea that that was the case, but I, I could see how that is. Uh, that's a bit unfair if you enter that situation. Um, and it's something that you got to be prepared for. It's crazy to think that just a year's difference or maybe even a matter of months could well, uh, transform your situation. Whether you're on Medicare or not. And it, it, uh, if you're on Medicare, then that's what you have to deal with no matter what. Yeah, it's something that you got to keep in mind. A quick mm -hmm. break and back. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We are talking all about liability insurance and how that plays a critical role in asset protection. And Bill, we've been talking uh, all about car insurance, and you just kind of floored me with the uh, the Medicare lien that we learned about uh, with regards to. Uh, uh, injury when it comes to, to having Medicare and being in an auto accident. Boy, I, I just had no clue that that was something that it's you, pretty you had sad. to face. Well, anyway, let, let's review. Um, so first of all, with your car insurance, do not skimp on your liability coverage. That's what protects you when it comes to underinsurance and uh, no insurance on the part of other drivers. Um, uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage, and that's based on your liability coverage. So that's critical. The medical payments is often overlooked by insurance agents, and it's another important thing that you should max out in terms of your coverage. And that uh, both of those is true whether you're a bad driver or a fabulous driver. <laughs> so now, 
to go back again, how do we save money on car insurance? What a lot of folks don't realize is shopping often is the most important agreement, uh, a part of, in other words, change insurance carriers regularly uh, every six months to a year if you want to save money. How much can you save by doing that? Depending on where you live, do you realize that you can save between $350 to $3,000 a year? Wow. By switching every six months to a year. That's a lot of moolah. That's huge. Okay. So um, there are other issues, I mean, that you should always factor in to your car insurance, uh, other than obviously where you live is a factor. Where is the car kept? In other words, if you have two houses or something like that, like you have a mountain house or a house here, then where's the car kept? Okay, that can make a difference in terms of how much your car insurance is. If you're adding or removing a driver from your policy, obviously that makes a difference. Uh, obviously, if your spouse dies, you know that's an important fact that your agent needs to know. Uh, if you get married or if you get divorced, that's another factor that goes into it. Uh, if you move, that's another factor that goes into it. If you buy a home, that's another factor that's important. Um, if you have any kind of major violation uh, in terms of speeding tickets, accidents, uh, points, if you will, or the dreaded uh, driver uh, DUI, that's that's maybe the worst. Of course, you're not going to be driving typically for a while <laughs> under those circumstances. Or clearly, if you're in an accident, any of those things uh, can make a difference. Um, some insurance cover, uh, you know, companies will give certain people discounts. Um, you know, we talked about that. If you're a veteran or an educator or firefighter, policeman, you know, some companies give you discounts, some don't. So depending on who you are and what you do, you need to be looking for those uh, discounts. Another big factor that a lot of folks don't realize is your credit report makes a big difference in how much the insurance companies actually charge you. And that doesn't seem fair at all, but it's true. And in other words, the difference between a person with a uh, good credit report and uh, a, a, let's just say a fair credit report, I'm not going to say bad, <laughs> Yeah, the difference there it can be about 17 percent higher for the for the fair credit as opposed to good credit, um, and and then if you compare the fair credit uh, against an excellent credit um, score, then that can be as high as 67 percent difference. Where in other words, your credit report can make a big difference in how much you pay. And insurance. Well, would you ever have ever thought of that? That's the last thing I would have thought of. Well, okay. Another another one for some companies is whether you smoke or not. You know, a smoker is going to be charged more by some companies. Other companies don't factor that in. Well, to, if you smoke, then you need to be with a company that doesn't factor that into your rate. And then your deductibles, which I mentioned early on, is another factor if you're you know if you're a really safe driver 
uh, you may want to raise your deductibles. That that uh, instead of having a hundred dollar deductible, you may want a five hundred dollar deductible. Or if you have uh, you know a good nest egg, you might even want a thousand dollar deductible. And so what you're doing is you're self-insuring for that first thousand dollars because you know you're a safe driver and you know you don't get into accidents intentionally and you don't speed and you don't do bad things like that. Um, and of course, uh, so all of that makes a difference. And if you are looking at uh, uh, a car, and obviously it tends to, older cars tend to be less expensive than brand new cars. You know that's a big factor as well. So if you're like me, you can drive an old car. Mine's a 2004. <laughs> My wife's driving a 2005. Uh, that helps. Uh, and then the type of car uh, that you if you should be in the market to purchase, you really should look at the insurance rates for each car that you're considering because you may find that a car that you like just as much costs a lot less to insure than another car. And so those are all really important factors that folks can really look at. Some things we can control, some things we can't, but we can do our, I mean, all of us can do our homework every six months to a year uh, if we'll just do it. Yeah, and you put that in into perspective beautifully earlier on in the show, Bill, saying that uh, basically your your car insurance costs you more than your fuel cost for the year. So put as much thought into that as you do looking around for a, a couple cents cheaper gas. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's what's so important. It really is, and uh, it's, it's something that we definitely need to keep in mind. And, Bill, this has been uh, a wonderful show today. Any more nuggets that we want to share with the audience here oh golly day you got me i'm just out of uh, thoughts on car insurance <laughs> well you know it's it's an expansive topic and uh as you said this is just absolutely critical when it comes to building your foundation for asset protection um you know you, you mentioned earlier that you know most people might think it's the documents but no it's it's really the liability insurance that is so key. well that the liability insurance is the foundation of any asset protection plan and that's uh, you know for, for all of us who drive which as most of us uh, it's uh, it's a huge factor uh, and of course it's not just having good liability coverage it's also we can save money if we just uh, do a little bit of homework doesn't take a lot of, of work but a little bit of homework and and uh, people would be shocked at how much money can be saved um, by doing that homework. Yeah, that research is absolutely key. I want to remind everyone that they can go online to WGALaw.com. That's where you can find plenty of information about Bill. You can also find out about next month's seminar. Bill's got another seminar coming up on February 13th. He does this the second Wednesday of every month, and this is a great opportunity for anyone to find information about dealing with a long-term care crisis and getting ahead and getting information about assistance that may be available to you because that information is just incredibly difficult to find. So uh, uh, it's a free service provided by Bill. You just have to register in advance. Again, you can go online to WGALaw.com. You can also call the office at 919-256-7000. 919-256-7000. And Bill, something that I haven't mentioned recently is your Money Secrets book available on Amazon. This is another way for folks to get great information like the, the advice that you've given us here today. Well, I appreciate you telling folks about that. I've enjoyed writing that book, and, and it has some uh, certainly some nuggets in there that I think 
can be very helpful to folks, and part of it is about insurance. It, it certainly is, and uh, you can search for Money Secrets with Bill and Mike. You can find that on Amazon. Maybe you can even say that to Alexa, and she might be able to steer you in the right direction and mm-hmm. purchase that book for you. It's, it's a well, great book. there is one other nugget that I've just thought about, and that is, and I tell all my well-to-do clients that they actually should have umbrella coverage. That's really important, and I think $2 million of umbrella coverage is of where most well-to-do folks uh, should be. And that umbrella coverage covers your car as well as your home uh, and is really important. That's a great parting shot from you, Bill. We are out of time for today. I want to thank everyone for joining us, and we would encourage you to do it again next Saturday. We do this every Saturday morning at 11. It's Asset Protection Today with Attorney Bill Alexander on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great weekend.